It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. Hello, boys and girls. Let's make our way through the week of February 5th to 9th, where we will find the good, the bad and the ugly of this week. In 1964, one British band arrive in the US, one television reporter sent to cover the event loses his mind. Oh, look at him wiggle! Look at him wiggle! And Oasis on a ferry to Holland. What can possibly go wrong? I've got some news. Everybody's been arrested. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. In 1957 this week on February 5th, 5,000 fans greeted Bill Haley when he arrived in from New York for his debut UK concert. Remember Rock Around the Clock? Haley was the first big American rock artist to tour the United Kingdom. Minor Queen Elizabeth glided in sedately enough. It was Southampton that was rock and rolling for the arrival of Bill Haley and his comments. Here on a tour of Britain, Bill left for London, and soon that boat train was rocking over the rails in hip time. At Waterloo, the king of rock and roll was welcomed by, well, just dig those happy cats and not a square in sight. To 1971, and very different from Bill Haley, Black Sabbath started recording what would be their third album, The Master of Reality. This is where guitarist Tony Iommi decided to down-tune his guitar three semitones. Geezer on bass decided, well, I'll do the same. The result, a noticeably darker sound. In 1981 this week, composer Hugo Montenegro died in California, responsible for so much, including the theme to the good, the bad and the ugly. Meanwhile, on the same day, but many years later, in 2011, on February 6th, Gary Moore died at just age 58 in his sleep after a heart attack. This all happened in Spain. Gary Moore, my goodness, listen to the love. in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast. In 1959 this week, Buddy Holly was buried in Lubbock in Texas. Buddy Holly was the man who chartered an aeroplane to travel to his next show in Minnesota. And soon after takeoff from Iowa, their plane crashed, killing Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, the Big Bopper and the pilot. The whole thing was recorded and known as the day the music died. In an ironic twist, many of those aboard the plane were not meant to be. As the Big Bopper had a cold, Holly's bass player Waylon Jennings gave him his spot. Valens won his seat in a coin toss with Holly's guitar player Tommy Alsa. Despite light snow, the single-engine aircraft took off at close to 1 a.m. local time, but quickly disappeared from sight. Meanwhile, another plane journey, and this one successful in 1964, when Pan Am Flight 101 was greeted by over 5,000 fans as it landed at New York's JFK Airport, bringing the Beatles to the States for the first time. It was quite the scene. 
Even the reporter on this thing who was sent to cover it for television was totally starstruck. He's losing his mind. It's just wild here. All right. The four Beatles have... <laughs> David Bryan of Bon Jovi has a birthday this week. We asked him before if he ever remembers meeting the band and especially John Bon for the very first time. Yeah, I was. Uh, I he was in uh, a ten-piece band in Jersey, and I uh, went to a. High school that was in the next town over with his first cousin mm. and uh, first cousin Butch and Butch said, "Hey, my cousin's looking for a keyboard player." Oh, yeah. And I got my equipment, went over to their this the bass player's house. Steve Peretti, I still remember him, and uh, brought all my my heavy shit. They had to help me carry it down the <laughs> stairs to the basement and right. um, got them to carry it down there, and uh, that was it. Oh. That was the first day, and it's been going on since. This Week in Music History, the podcast. In 1990, suffering from depression, the American singer-songwriter Del Shannon died. His own hand, sadly. Now, Del was a massive, massive performer in the 60s. Did you know when Roy Orbison died, Tom Petty and Jeff Lynne were rumoured to be asking Del Shannon to join the Travelling Wilburys? Tom loved Del, mentions him in this song. Me and Del were singing Little Runaway I was flying Hilarity from 1994 when Oasis were forced to cancel their first European tour after they were deported from Holland. They got into trouble on a ferry. Yeah, it was f***ing mayhem, man. I loved it. Then as a fight broke out, and all I remember was it was a bit Benny Hill. Someone's punched someone, someone's kicked someone, someone's got nicked, and then we're handcuffed, sent down to the bottom of the boat. We get locked up. I call McGee, and I'll never forget this, and this is another reason why I love McGee. I said, are you sitting down? I've got some news. Everybody's been arrested. The only word he said was, brilliant. In 1964, we talked about them arriving earlier. Now, they're about to arrive on US television. They made their live debut coast to coast on The Ed Sullivan Show, The British Invasion was on. Introducing the Beatles again. May I point out that they'll be on our show, as I told our audience, for the next two Sundays. Next Sunday from Deauville Hotel in the Miami Beach show starring Hollywood's exciting Mitty Gaynor. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again... This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. Finally, in 2009, Ringo Starr became the 2,401st person to be added to the Hollywood Walk of Fame during a ceremony that marked the 50th anniversary of the attraction. Peace and love. Well, shall I just keep it straight? Swinging, swinging, swinging. How fast, John? However you like, you know, feel it. And that is a look at This Week in Music History from February 5th until 9th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks for time travelling through the week. I hope you learned something and we'll do it all again next time. This Week in Music History. A week in less than 10 minutes.